So we're going to learn Maimah 24 from the Pachad Yitzchak on Rosh Hashanah. And the first quote he brings is in your handout, which is here from... The, um, the Gemara Rosh Hashanah, 16a. So the Gemara says that the Musaf of Rosh Hashanah has three components, Zichronos, um, Shofros, and Malchios, meaning that there are three Psukim from the Torah, Nevim, and Kesuvim applied to the three concepts of um, Zichronos, that is the memorialization of uh, Har Sinai, um, uh, Shofros, the blowing of the Shofar, and Malchios, which is crowning the king. And the Gomorrah is looking for, or searching for, had no problems in finding verses from the Bible uh, for Zichronos, and Shofros, but it's really struggling to find uh, the idea of kingship uh, in the Bible itself. And the association of divine kingship to Rosh Hashanah is, looks tenuous since nothing in the biblical text connects kingship to the festival of Rosh Hashanah. And so the Gemara says, Granted, I can conclude uh, Zichronos and Shofros with a verse from the Torah. There are many such verses, right? However, with regard to kingship, there are only three. Okay, Hashem Imo Usroas Melech Bo, Numbers 23. Vayhi Bishurim Melech, that's Deuteronomy 33. And Hashem Yimloch Liolom Voed, which is in Exodus 15. So we have three but we're so that's three times three is nine but we need ten so where where is the tenth verse uh, or the fourth verse from the Torah we need three from the Torah meaning from the Torah we've got three but we need the fourth to make the ten how do we need ten style um, consistency um, there may be mystical reasons for ten psukim but it, it's I got it yeah, well, it, it forms a liturgy. So Rav Huna suggests the 10th verse. And the 10th verse is Devorim, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad. Well, is there any mention of the word Melech? No, it's the doxology. Hear, O Israel, the Lord, our King, the Lord is God. And that, Rav Huna says, is a verse of Malchus. Well, it says Melech, Avlam, so that sounds very much like he's king of the world. Right. But here, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echod, where's the word Melech? And uh, Rav Yossi says, uh, Rav Yehuda says, it's not a verse of Malchus. So it's a Machlokas. In fact, do we say it or not? We paskin that we do. But really, it's a Machlokas. So he's going to be bringing that up. In fact... Um, in the 20th century, the German scholar Paul Volz and the Swedish scholar Sigmund Moewinkel um, posited that there were a number of t- psalms that posited God's kingship, um, as well as many 
that originated in a temple-based festival in which God was enthroned annually as a king. So this is a very ancient idea. And this occurred at the agricultural new year, which may have been Sukkot or later moved to Rosh Hashanah. And they may base much of their argument not on the text of the, of the Torah, but on texts from Mesopotamia and analogies from the Babylonian Akitu festival, which, in which Marduk was enthroned at the new year with the word, Marduk is king. And this hypothesis continues to be debated, but it's a compelling reason why the kingship of God is closely so to Rosh Hashanah. Hashem Melech is parallel to the phrase uh, of the Marduk in the Akitu festival. However, in the Bible itself, there is a paucity of references to God's kingship. Now let's dive into the Pachad Yitzchok, in which he quotes a Gemara that says in Rosh Hashanah, Why should we say these verses of Malchuyot? Why should we recite these verses of kingship, sifting them out from the Torah? Why should we do it? That is, make reference to Malchias, Shofros, and Zichronus. Why Malchias? So that you will crown me as king over you. Remembrances? So you should remember, your remembrance will rise before me for good. And how will it be reminded, remembered for me for the good? With the Shofar. He has no problem with the memorial and the shofar. But he's got a big problem with this word, king, malchius, crown me king. So let's dive into that first section, which is um, at the bottom here. And then it goes to the second page. The Gemarazog say before me verses that have to do with Malchios so that you will crown me over yourselves as a king. This statement appears redundant. Because obviously the recitation of Malchios Right? What's he saying? He's got a, a semantic problem with right? Say to me words of recitation of that I'm king from the Bible. Now why do I have to say after that in order that you will make me king over you? You just said by saying Hashem Melech from the Bible you've done it. It's redundant. That's his problem. It's understandable in the other two sections of Zichronos, memory, where it says, Imru lefonai Zichronos. I want you to make mention verses from the Tanakh about Zichronos, Kedeshe Yala Zichronchem lefonai, in order that, my, that your memory shall go before me. Why? It's not about you. It's about me. I need you to say memorial service, uh, memorial verses that talk about the memory so that I will remember. So you're doing it to trigger my memory. 
That's obvious. Because the the statements of the verses of Zichronus is made down here below in order to trigger above his memory. So the memory rises from below and goes up. So there's no redundancy between that two in that verse. And so the two stand in a cause and effect relationship. Down here, trigger up there. But the statement, say before me, verses of kingship, is all down below. You're saying it down below so that you down below will crown me king. It's a redundancy. We've already accepted his, uh, his kingship by just stating the verse itself. The effect, it's, the, the effect of it is exactly what it is. So how is it possible to say it without sounding absurd? Like if I would reverse it, I would say, say before me verses of memory so that you will remember me. That's a redundancy. So it doesn't make sense. So we have to try and explain. What does it mean? Say verses of kingship so that you will crown me king. And now he's going to go into a dazzling Torah in which he distinguishes between two types of Malchios. So section two, that's here. Hinei, the Gemara, the Gemara in, which we quoted in Rosh Hashanah, Nechluku Tanoim, the Tanoim, um, which we quoted, the two Tanoim, right? Rav, uh, Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi, argued, Can I be Yotze, one of the verses of crowning God king with the Shema Yisrael? Go and dig in deep there. We know halachically that the recital twice a day of Shema Yisrael, the doxology of Judaism, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one, is a fulfillment of the mitzvah of Kabbalah's old Malchus Shemaim, of the fulfillment of the mitzvah of Kabbalat all putting the yoke, receiving the yoke of what? Malchus Shemayim. So, your point. How does it work out? How is it possible in which we say that, that the recitation of this cannot serve as a Malchus for Rosh Hashanah? Explain the opinion of now he goes into a posuk from Tehillim 119, and I gave you the Mahon Mamre edition. And this is under, remember it's a, an acrostic, it's an alphabetical order. When it comes to the Mems, the posuk says something very paradoxical, something worthy of Lao Tse. Me oivai techakmeni mitzvosecho. Your commandments make me wiser than my enemies. Kiliolam hili, for they're always with me. Again. It starts off, I love your laws. 
I meditate on your Torah all day. Your commandments make me even wiser than my enemies, for they're always with me. So Rav, Rav Hudner says, sometimes I learn things from my enemies more than from anything else. Mm-hmm. I keep my friends close, but I keep my enemies even closer. Mm-hmm. So, so this applies to our union. Okay, so I'm sorry. Yeah. I must have missed something here. Is it saying that? It says, your commandments make me wiser than my enemies. Right. Where are we learning from that that he's learning from his enemies? I'm learning from my enemies, but I'm learning more from your mitzvahs. Oh, okay. It's uh-huh. not that I become smarter than they are. No. I'm learning no, more no. from the commandments that I'm learning right. from them. I see. Okay. In my life, I've only learned from my adversities, never from my accomplishments. They teach me nothing. It's only when I face adversity, which is my biggest teacher. My biggest teacher is my pain. My biggest teacher is my illness. My biggest teacher is my wound. Now, what he's going to do, typical Rav Hutner, he's going to dig into some esoteric halachic problem. We learnt in if a person says if a person says to, a, to a, an idol you are my God. So now the question is, in halacha, you are my God. You go to a statue and you say, you are my God. So the Gemara says that the statement of you are my God is equivalent to any essential act of avodah For instance, I anoint it with oil or I take an animal that is a sacred cow and I sheft it. Doing that is equivalent. So saying to the idol, you are my God, is the same kind of punishment level that you get for performing acts of Avodah There are levels of Avodah There's Avodah that is mamish, and there's Avak Avodah and there's just a smidgen. A smidgen. Do you want to let him? A smidgen of Avodah There are different levels. So he is stating the following. It's a halachic issue. Meaning the opposite, Misonai, the opposite of God, of Malchus, is Avodah Zorah. So I'm going to learn, Rav Cook says, I'm going to learn about Avodah, I'm going to learn about Malchus from its very opposite in Avodah Zorah. What's the Avodah Zorah? Someone who says to an idol, Eliato, you are my God. That is like he's doing Avodah Zorah, Bezriko Bishchito Kodoma. Now Rav Hutna brings a chazoinish that will blow your mind away. Ubo shel marana chazoinish. I already made you. I made you copies. Sorry, got your copies. He's doing. There's two. There's two dinin in saying eliato. It depends on what you're doing with the statement eliato. Sit down. Sit down. It depends on what you're doing with the statement, Eliata. 
He's mitchayev mishum avoid zora be'oifin she'amira zu nemrai b'derech hamal. If I'm doing it, we're on number gimel. If I'm doing it b'derech hamlocha, meaning I am now establishing this idol as a king for me as a right hamlocha. I am here. Here. I am crowning this idol as my king. The Chazonish says, yes, he's mitchayev behilchas avodah like he would do with Zrika or Bishkita. The lobe derech shall hoda'a al uvda hakayemit mikvar. As opposed to, as opposed to making a pronouncement of a certification of what is already then. It's a pre-existing fact. Everybody knows the Buddha is the Buddha. And I'm just going to rub the belly of the Buddha and say, oh, you are my Buddha. Or you are my king to the Avodhisattva. Everybody knows that he's already, he's the Buddha. Rub the belly of the Buddha. That's not, the Chazonish says, the level of Eili Atta that comes from the Indian of Avodhisattva. It's Hakayemet Mikvah. You're just rehashing or restatement or recertifying that which is already known to everybody else. He's the he's he's an Avodhisattva. The Buddha is is not a god. Is then let's use different. Let's use an Indian idol, Shiva, whatever. Sure. A cross at Salem. The, the distinction here is up to now this idol was was not my god, but now at this moment I am proclaiming this idol has now become my god. Is that it? As opposed to this idol has been my god for 20 years, and I'm just reconfirming that. Correct. Is, I'm is that, is right. The distinction? Yeah, the distinction is if I say Eliato mm-hmm. and I'm activating the monarchy, I'm activating okay. it. For the first time. For the first time. As far as I'm concerned. That's Avodazar. Okay. This is a distinction that the Chazonish is making in the Gemara. Right? Whereas if I've been an idol worshipper for 20 years... Or everyone knows that this is a cross for well, the same. that's a big difference. I know that it's a cross, but that doesn't mean it's my God. I know it's their no, God. No, I don't think he's saying that. I, no, no, it's not about you. It's about certifying a new hamlacha. You are crowning it and saying for the first time, Joseph Smith is Elokos. Ah, or you're saying... Oh yeah, the, that, that's 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 my God, and everyone knows it's your God because you're just certifying what everyone else knows. So I have the to make this thing right, Is right. As my father-in-law Rashon, would say, "Is it a declarative statement?" Yeah. Yes. Meaning, I am declaring that which everybody else knows. I'm just recertifying it, yes. or am I initiating this avodasara? Now, Rav Hudna finds this esoteric... This is a hat. Right. It's a, it's a hat. I didn't just make it a hat by saying Exactly. It. But if I say, this is a hat, then I'm making this into a hat. Correct. Okay. No. Yeah. It's got to do with accepting the yoke. That's what I think. Yeah. So I mean, I'm saying this that's is my, my God. That's my God. That's my God, but I'm not accepting the yoke. Versus, this is my God, and I'm accepting its yoke. Well, we haven't gone to, we're looking at the opposite of this is my God. We're saying, looking at Avodah Zorah. So you're going up to the yeah, Avodah so Zorah and Zorah saying, Eliato, Eliato. You're saying it. I'm accepting your yoke. Yes. Right. I'm accepting your yoke. Versus saying, just saying, you are my God and not accepting its yoke. I think that's what it's No, saying. he's saying, you are my God. That, by definition, is accepting the yoke. If it's for the first time, 
then you are initiating this yoke for the first time. Hamlacha means I'm crowning you as my king, as my higher power, as my higher power. So then why do we have to keep doing we Wait, have to wait, do wait. That's another question. That's another question. The, the Chazonish is being medayik because the, the, the Rav Hutna is going to spin off him in a dazzling way. you got to understand what the Chazonish is doing. So, so from the Hilchaz Avodah he is saying that there are Tzvei Dinin. There are two types of crowning. I'm learning it from Avodah The first type of crowning is I'm just declaring what everybody knows. The second is Hamlacha. I am crowning you. I am crowned. The Rav always says that there's no king without followers. Right. So here, this host king of Albania living in an apartment in Brooklyn, nobody, he has no followers at all. Right. Um, not really a king. But if I go to this individual and say, you are my king, now all of a sudden he really is a king. Right. Is that what we're doing? Yes. Okay. Yes. The Lobader shall uvda hakayemet mikvar. Again, the declarative statement, it is a statement of declaration of a new fact, not a pre-existing fact. Not a statement of admission, acknowledgement, of a fact that is already known. That the, that the statement itself must be one through which the, 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 um, The, the statement shouldn't be Bederech Hatzara. It shouldn't be a statement through a certification. Meaning I'm recertifying he is my God, this Avodah Zorah. I'm just a recertification. This, this kind of recertification. It's just a... a a, an issure and a revalidation of a matzah that is already known. Okay, so the other one is, I am making him by my statement, he, he wasn't king 10 minutes ago, but now, because I said this, now he's king. Right. The one who is declaring it and validating it does not participate in the formation of this situation. In the crowning from something new. Mm-hmm. It just recertifies my commitment to this Avodah Zorah. Okay. All right. So the, the effect of that is that that is not as bad in Avodah Zorah as the other. Yeah, it's not as bad, but what he's going to do is something else. Mm-hmm. So now I'm learning from the Posuk in Tehillim. 119, may oivai from my enemies, I, le- I learn more to chakmeni mitzvosecho. For I learn you, more, your mitzvahs more than from my enemies. What's he saying? He's troping on that in such a poetic way. Your commandments make me wiser than my enemies. What's the enemy of God? It's the Avodah Zorah. Your mitzvah of Avodah Zorah. And the distinction between that which is already in Avodah Zorah and that which I am doing, Hamlacha, is making me wiser because now I'm understanding 
the Malchias on, on Rosh Hashanah. Kan motzinu hachiluk. There are tzvei dinin in Malchias. There is motzinu chiluk being kabbalos ol machus shemayim shall call you Mos Hashanah. So the Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad, which is the Chiyuv of Kabbalah's old Malchus, Malchus Shemayim, that we say twice a day, is different for Amiris Malchus for Rosh Hashanah. And we're going to use this model of Avodah Zorah to apply to Malchus. But Kabbalah's old Malchus Shemayim shall call you on the Yom, that has nothing to do with the establishment and the crowning of the king. It's just a rehashing, a recertification, and an acknowledgement of that which everybody knows and has already done. Mm-hmm. So we are accepting upon ourselves the Kabbalah of old Malchus Shemaim, that's already been before us and come after us. This is entirely different. Malchus to Rosh Hashanah. Why? And here's the punchline. Mishum she'ikro shel Malchus to Rosh Hashanah hu davka pe'ulat ha-hamlacha. It is an act of coronation. Malchias de Rosh Hashanah, next page. Heim hakatro to shel hamelech. It is the crowning of the king. Hamalchias de Rosh Hashanah, heim heim hamechadshim et hamelucha. We are actually renewing the kingdom from the beginning. It is a complete renewal of the kingdom. Baharizel derosh arm chachom alaposuk vayihi bishurun melech. So the Sifri says, when is the king crowned the king? As we say in Deuteronomy 33. We are makabel him over us. And the Midrash is so radical. As if, Kavyochel, as if we could possibly say such a thing, that if we don't be Makabal him on Rosh Hashanah as our king, it's, he is not considered king, like the rabbi says. He's not our king. He's not king at all. And that only so, takes place once a year. So, okay, so now we have to get to what are, we, what are we meaning by king. Suppose we say, you know what, Hashem, we, your people are going to, we are on strike this year. We want Mashiach, we want all of these things we've been promised, you're not coming through. So we're going to hold up on Rosh Hashanah this year. You want to be king? Come across with the goods. If we were to do this, then what, Hashem, gravity ceases to exist? Right. Hashem ceases to rule the world, the laws of everything nature, falls apart. the right. entire universe falls apart. Right. That's right. That's... That's what he's saying? That's what he's saying. It requires Knesset Israel, which is the Shrina, to participate in the coronation for the world to exist. Hayom haras olam. That's what it means. Today is the recreation. Time in Judaism is circular. It is not linear. So it keeps coming back on itself. This Tomorrow, tonight, is an auspicious time in which the world must submit to the laws of whatever, physics, superphysics, divine physics, metaphysics, 
There is an order to the world. That's what the word tikkun olam means, not the way the conservative and reform interpret it as. Tikkun olam means lasaken olam b'machushadai. That word tikkun means to establish the priority in its appropriate hierarchy. The taken olam, and that's done by being crowning the king. I must be misunderstood. I think I'm misunderstanding this. Hashem rules by the consent of the governed, by our consent. Hashem is not the, the ruler of the universe unless we, we crown him we king. We didn't consent. That's correct. Right? That's the marriage of Hashem. <coughs> That's the Zichronos. That's the Zivuk of HaKadosh Baruch Hu no. Yisrael. You're misunderstanding this question. God doesn't cease to exist. We cease to exist. That's what it's saying, right? I'm no. not sure. It's, it's like the, no. the deposed king of Albania. Right. Nobody right, He's a, just a weird old man in uh, apartment 3B. Right. Uh, unless people start gathering on the street and saying, our king, now suddenly he has, has importance. He has importance why? He's still the same weird old guy. But now he has importance because these people out there are saying, you are our king. If it's like that, we're yeah. saying that Hashem is like the weird old guy in 3B. He has no authority whatever in the universe except for us crowning him king, which is a very odd thing to be saying. What? It sounds like Am Yisrael has this enormous potential so power. So I don't misunderstand it. No. He really is saying Right. That. That's what the Medrash is saying. Vayhi b'shur melech, nikro melech. When is he proclaimed king? Bizman she Yisrael mekablim or so. Ve'imlav, he may be called other things, but he won't be called king. Right. Right. Remember, there are oh. ten personalities it's not to saying the divine. New. There are ten personalities to the divine. Mm-hmm. One of them is Melech. That's the lowest level, Malchus. There are other personalities. He, he continues to exist, That's but in saying. relationship to us, okay. that relationship is torn asunder. So now we can understand the das of that Tana in the Gomorrah, Hasove, Yisrael, Ein Anu Yotzen Rabbi Yosef says, You're not you're not you're not Yotzen Malchias by Shema Yisrael. Why not? We just said it. No, that's just a declarative statement. It's not a crowning statement. That's the reason behind Rabbi Yossi in the Gemara. Because according to his rationale, for sure, saying Kriya Shema is Yoytze the Mitzvah of Kabbalah's whole Machas Shemayim. Mikol Mokol, no nit parasha b'posuk zeh Shema Yisrael, toiras ha-hamlacha ve-ha-katra. That is... It does not fulfill the law of coronation and crowning the king. And so from that, he learns that Shema Yisrael isn't Malchus. So now we go back to that first Gemara in Rosh Hashanah. This is the rationale for Chazal, who go, were Goiza, Imru Lefonai Malchios, 
Say to me, remember we had a problem, is a redundancy originally. We thought it was a redundancy. Make, say before me the psukim of Malchios so that you will crown me king. We had a problem, it's redundant. Obviously if you say the psukim from Malchios, you have crowned me king. If it's Zichronus, I am asking you to say the psukim of Zichronus so that I will remember so there it makes sense. It's not, a, it's not a redundancy. But down here in this world, say Psukim Amalchius, so that you shall make me king, that's a redundancy. No. So he's saying it's not a redundancy. Going back to that Medrash. I want you to say for me these Psukim of Malchius. The 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 psukim of of kingship today in order that what that you shall crown me a new king that you shall crown me haktara that you shall provide a coronation for me on this day now everything he has said comes from his deep penetrating technique of going into the deepest halachic inspirations and extracting from them in a very unique way. Very few people actually are able to do that and learning the deepest uh, secrets of Torah. So there are two types of coronation. One is the coronation that occurs on a daily basis in which our job is to recognize the kingship, and we learn that from Avodah Zorah. And the other is this annual coronation uh, that occurs uh, in the next two days. Uh, uh, now, I'm always trying to seek... When we create the kingship. We actually create the kingship. So for me, it is known that that uh, Rav Hutner would go to Borough Park twice a week. And, and I know this firsthand because Rabbi Lichtenstein's cousin, who has a kolel in, uh, in Yushalayim, in Harnof, um, he um, actually once followed Rav Hutner, who would secretly go to Borough Park twice a week at night. And he goes to, to Borough Park, and he sees that he goes into the Radzina Stiebel, on 54th Street. And he told me this. He said, I followed him, and he goes there. And there were deep connections between uh, Rav Hutner, who studied with the Razina Rebbe, who came in 1953 to Brooklyn. And if you read Pachad Yitzchok and Hanukkah, you see Razina Torah. It's just unbelievable. So I'm always looking for the Rav Tzodok, uh, and the Radzin uh, Polish Hasidus, where uh, Rav, Kuk, uh, Rav Hutner himself came from Gehr, uh, where, where, he, where he sees this. And for me, whatever we're talking about kingdom or kingship out there is a reflection of what's going on within us. As I said a week ago, that there are two Torahs that the king has to write, the Torah he wears on his arm and the Torah he puts in uh, in the uh, hidden treasure house. Mm -hmm. The Torah he puts on his arm is the external Torah. It's the Torah that we all share. It's the discourse and the canon that we steig together with. Mm -hmm. But there is that hidden Torah 
that is unique to the king, unique to the individual person, uh, that is his chalik in Torah that he has to, to discover. And I want to suggest that this notion of the two melechs is not out there only, but also within. Meaning we are a holographic image of the divine. So the ten personalities of the divine that we are told about by the Arizal and by the Zoyer and by Kabbalah are holographically, uh, analytically wire-diagrammed within our own neshamas. And so therefore we have that lower sphere of Malthus within us. And so the question is, is the avoider that we have to do in the next two days is to do what? It's not just an external coronation. It's an internal coronation. How do I discover the inner melech, that inner authority, that inner access to Torah that is supreme and uniquely my own way of reading? And that is the biggest challenge, because, you know, we have no derech for ourselves, as the rabbi said from the pulpit yesterday. You know, you, if you want to look at yourself as a balavarian and, 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 and a nothing and a nobody, then that's the way you'll be judged. And if you say, no, and we look at our higher selves and our better selves, uh, then you'll be written into that book of, of, of life. And I want to suggest that that what Rahutner, uh, between the lines, of course, is suggesting to us um, is that when we're meditating on these psukim, that these psukim are our chalek in Torah that have to do with kingdom and kingship. And what does that mean for us as we uh, approach our higher selves? You know, the, we're told by the Alter Rebbe that we have five divisions to the soul, nefesh, Ruach, Neshama, Chaya, Yechida. Uh, the Nefesh, Ruach, and Neshama are located within the physical body. The Chaya and Yechida are extra uh, corporeal and are connected to Mamish, the divine. How do we connect to that aspect of ourselves in the next two days is going to be the challenge. Thank you.